Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. 
and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
Hey, and welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So what the fuck is going on, fuckers? We, we got a y'all. hell of a week coming up. Um, looking forward to it. But first, a quick moment of silence. Oh, yeah. A second of silence. Shit. For Izzy and Polly. Because now Polly is... The guinea. Polly has joined... Frankie. Frankie. Frankie and Polly are together in chicken heaven. Guinea heaven. Guinea heaven. <laughs> Guinea chicken heaven. <laughs> and Izzy is I wonder there if it's too. really annoying up there. Like they're all wearing track suits and they're all because, really pissed off. So, <sighs> so I was cleaning out the studio today because Lion is coming down to visit us. And uh and my our son got a free day off because he was in the play all weekend and anyway, it was just so crazy busy. So um so they told him he could have it the day off school. Like everyone that was in the play could have a day off school. Okay, cool. I, f- I was fucking fine with that because I really needed his help cleaning out the studio. But he was kind of complaining. He's like, man, he's like, I just can't stand this. I hate the smell in here. And I was like, what smell? And he's like, the weed. And I was like, he's like, don't get me wrong. I like the smell of weed. It's just really strong in here. I was like, I, ca- I gotcha. Okay. So we, and we moved, um, we moved some things around and moved some things out and whatnot. Um, and I had opened one window that we have the mattress in front of because we moved the mattress. Then we put another mattress in front of it. So I closed that window when I opened the back window on the bottom to air it out. And we left and I closed the door. And I mean, the, you know, the screen was shut. Um, closed the door and Annie fucking bitch opened the door went through the screen unbeknownst to us i don't she probably she was probably out there for a solid 20 30 minutes easy judging by the display of feathers in the neighbor's yard yes and uh and we heard her when the ducks started going off because she chased them into the pond which they were not happy about thankfully the gator was on the bank at the time um, so didn't get the ducks and I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, so Annie went through the screen. So she, uh, she went after the Guinea. She, she fucking hated that Guinea. Yes, she, did. she really, she could not stand that Guinea. That Guinea kept her up all the time. Woke up she all the time. That fucking she fucking guinea. hated that Guinea. So she chased the Guinea across the streets, the neighbor's yard. And in her exuberance chasing the Guinea, she rolled right over Izzy, the chicken and broke its neck. And, um, and she grabbed the Guinea up by the throat and shook it and then basically ripped its intestines out. She she's she a fucking filleted. She's a bird dog. She's a good bird dog. She's a good bird dog. But unfortunately she killed, she killed the wrong birds. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with her killing birds, but fuck. Kill the other birds. Yeah, don't not kill the my ones birds. That give me eggs. Shit you fucking twat. Now I have to go get more chickens. Oh God. This has become the most expensive endeavor ever. But we have so many eggs. We do have so many. They are paying off. We have so many eggs. And when the eggs were... start paying off for all the wood for the entrapment and everything else and everything else that's going on out there, I'll be happy. But until that day, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. Because so far, the eggs aren't paying that off yet. Well, I gotcha. I know. Um, although we do eat a lot of eggs now. I give you that. We right. do eat and a lot we use more it, eggs. Do we use it to make because we never ate eggs before because I wouldn't fucking buy them from the grocery store because I didn't know where they came from, A. And I didn't know how old they were. And yeah, no, I was like, no. Um, I really I like eggs though, and they're very useful. Just Obviously. about everything. 
Um, Obviously, but this has know, become the most expensive is... endeavor. But now ever. that we already have everything, we've slaughtered. You've slaughtered what two flocks now? I have not slaughtered two or flocks. One flock. Uh, we weren't even home when the first flock, flock got slaughtered. It doesn't matter. You slaughtered it. I did not. It was your entrapment device that uh, failed. I, I know my enclosure initially failed, um, but and now chicken prison is fine. It's just that bitch Annie. No, you free range them. Well, I do free range but them, but you do nothing to keep the dog away from them. Well, I do. I keep her locked in the house. She just went through the goddamn screen. Jesus. I'm saying, all right, so now it's it's my turn. All right. Electric fence time. I am fine with that. Do you think an electric fence is going to keep her in when she sees those chickens? Oh, yeah, because I can get the one that'll fucking buckle a goddamn cow. I'm, I'm, that's that dog will buckle and it won't get up. I'll have to pull it back across the line for it to stop fucking getting shocked. Well, that could be bad if we're like nope. not home. Nope. Well, that dog will learn because I'm going to tell you once it's only going to take once. You mm. only do it once. And then you're like, ah, that's uh, nope. That's the line. I don't cross that line. I get near that line. And burp. so anyway, fuck that bitch. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of spending money on chickens. I know the chickens are cheap. It's everything else. that's expensive. But now that we have everything else, I'm literally just going to get a bunch of baby yeah, chickens. And, I, I know you're right. And, 10 ounces of silver. Once you're, once you're, once your setup in, is there, in the, you're right. You know, and they with, keep themselves, the but we're going to be yeah. raising babies, which means you're going to have to keep the no, coop no, locked. I'm not even, well, actually I was thinking what I'm going to do is because I have the old dog cage in there with like baby stuff in there too. So during the day, I'll put, put them, them in, in there, there to get them into, used to everybody until else. they get bigger and, you know, let the big birds out and then, you know, and just well, leave them there at night. If we're going to free range them, we need to do something different with the dog then. And we that, do. that has been my point from the get go. Yep. And you have not listened to that at all. You've ignored me every time you I've said something. I most certainly have. I said, if you're going to free range the chickens, you're going to have to do something with the dog. Yeah. That's I have why said I've been that keeping the back gate locked every single time. And, and, until she fucking broke through the goddamn screen. Hey, you have to. You can't do that. Stop. How tall is that fucking window? No, I know. It's what not very the tall. fuck were you thinking? Uh, I was not thinking there that she we was going to go through the damn screen. Are you retarded? That I, dog would bit. do anything to get to a bird. You've watched it jump a fucking five-foot fence and with, in a bound, and it didn't even phase her. I, I know. After, and then she comes home and says that she can't get on the bed by herself. Hey, that's not on me. That's you, dumbass. Anyway, so poor chickens. But they down to even peanut Sounds butter. Like you, bro. Even peanut butter was so fuck yeah. Peanut butter was fucked because even I got to touch peanut butter. Peanut butter, like peanut let butter me pick let her me up and snuggle her. Touch and it didn't at like all. she she's normally the one that's like it's an it. That's really a trans she's bird. She's bowing up on me and like you know, that's like a trans pecking bird. at me and going after me. She's always pecking at me. That's a trans bird. Well, you have the first trans no, chicken. It is very common actually in a flock when you have all hens for one of them to take on the characteristics of a rooster. So she's feeling very dismayed right now because she failed. One of her flock got killed. <laughs> Two of her Two flock, of her flock got, got killed. Trashed. So yeah. They didn't just get killed. Yeah. They got literally, there is, uh, all right. So imagine this on the side of the Guinea, which we can't, um, unfortunately the Guinea, I'm not, not even going to touch because there's a chance that she got to her stomach. If she got yeah. to her stomach, all that meat's fucked Done. anyway. Yep. But we're eating chicken. The other chicken I've already cut its head off. I'm letting it bleed out right now, and we're going to take care of it later. But 
that one will cook, but the guinea, unfortunately, because there's a gash in the side of the body that's that far, and I can see all the way through to the organs, there's a good chance that she probably nicked. Perforated the intestine. That's what I'm afraid of. Yep. And if she perforated the intestine, all the meat's bad. It's Done. all fucking horrible. But there's a gash in the side of the bird that's that long. And the, literally, it's that far open. And the dog did it in one fell swoop. Oh, she she doesn't fuck around. She is fucking. She's she is a vicious. goddamn slaughterhouse. I mean, she is she is she is a war dog. Like she has no fucking joke. No, her teeth are that sharp though. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. amazed. I was like, holy shit, yeah. went right through her. Yeah, no fucking problem. Yeah, I was like, fuck. So. <sighs> Yeah, I know. We are too. We're under a freeze warning as well. It's going to um, be 40 tonight and like 37 tomorrow. So I'm going to bring the seedlings in tomorrow. They should be okay tonight. I, 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 I don't mean, know. I, you I'm just not... planted them. I mean, it's like one of those things you want to pull them in. Well, I mean, the ones out there, the ones out there are actually, they're a couple weeks old. They're, they're not, they're pretty good. Um, the ones out on the table, the ones that in the, the yard outside. That's why I left the Which seats garden? out there. Which garden am I looking at? The, the east, east or the west the garden? The east garden. Okay. Because um, I have gardens now, folks. I have I east gardens, but well, I don't have rose we gardens. Haven't, we haven't done. We do have rose gardens. They're in the front. Oh, is that the north or the west? Uh, that would be well. It's kind of the northwest. front of the house. Yeah, that's almost south. If you orient. Southeast you know. is that way. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably throw some sheets over the the uh, the stuff out there. I mean the beets and even the radishes. They'll be fine because they're are, more than four inches good. down, so they're fine. Yeah, that's but um, that's not gonna freeze. But everything else is gonna be ridiculous tonight. Yeah, so. so I'll be well tomorrow. Really, I'll be throwing sheets over the ground. So we've been instructed to do something that um, I kind of want to do anyway. I've wanted to do it. Um, we're gonna start out a little differently today because we have a whole new section we're gonna add to this. Um, we're going to call this, I called it karma deserved or insanity. It's really just insanity. It is insanity. Mankind, we, we've gone completely pear-shaped. Mm. Believe it or not, folks, we have gone completely fucking pear-shaped. Oh, and by the way, we As will, a whole, we deserve everything that we're going to get. We will be talking about the Oscars and all the winners and everything else. So if you're prepared for that, I just want you to be prepared. We're going to talk about all of that because that's all really important. It oh, obviously absolutely. goes to politics. Most definitely. Oscars are, are number one on my priority list. It should be like the first video we got coming up, Most right? Definitely. Outstanding. Yes, so no yeah, we're definitely yep. playing the Oscars. So if you want to know who won last night, you're going to find out right here. And I can't keep a straight face saying that <laughs> fucking saved my life. I don't even know who won last night. I don't fucking care. I don't care either. Some Trini did. Maverick didn't, apparently. Oh, that's right. Maverick didn't win. I, that's all I heard. Maverick didn't they win. They got shut out, snubbed out because they weren't woke enough for the Oscar nominating committee. Mm -hmm. So I don't fucking care because I hate the Oscars and I think that's gay. And I think the fact that we idolize those people more than we idolize our own blue curl collar workers for Christ's sake, which is more important than anything else in this country right now, makes me wonder about our society. But this whole first segment is to show you. We deserve everything that's coming to us as a whole. We, well, yeah, I'm not going to say we deserve it. We don't. I, but I mean, humanity, mankind, mankind as, has, a, as a whole in mass at, on the macro level. Has does has got this coming and then some, mm -hmm. unfortunately, and this is the sad part. So, 
shit is. Mm. Of course, I got to go through the whole thing. Yeah. And it did that again. It always does that. Yeah, because I'm going back to the main screen. If I had it on another screen, it wouldn't do it. Okay. I tell you that every single time. And you say the same thing every single time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just saying. So here's craziness El Numero Uno. Man, that made, must have been one of them uh, mega were, extremists. Were they at the Oscars? I, I I don't know where that was. Maybe they were celebrating their Oscar win. I, I don't know where that was. All I know that is was that in Chicago actually. That must have been a white guy. That who, was a white guy in Chicago. He must have been a racist. Freaked the fuck out. Huge racist. Yeah, oh, look, he's he must have been there. KKK. Must have been obviously. There's no white guy other in reason why black people would be doing that. He's a white guy in Chicago. What do you want? But if he had gotten out of his car and shot someone. If he had gotten out of his car, he would have gotten shot. Mm, I don't think so. In Chicago? Yeah, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. This one is in the wrong folder. This one belongs in Fuck Around and Find Out. But I mean, karma that... deserved. Uh, yeah, see, but it's more a Fuck Around and Find Out situation, though. Okay. Think fine. about it. I, all right, we'll play. I, I mean, because, all right, we'll let you all decide. You yeah. all tell us. Yeah. Does this belong? Car karma deserved or fuck around and find out? Karma deserved or fuck around and find out. Do I need to break out a whiteboard and do the whole, up here's a 10, she found out at a level 10. Okay. You'll see. You'll see. It's good. Hmm. Oh. 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 Well, she fucking bit him. Yeah. If you bite me, I'm going to fucking bite. I'm going to fucking knock your I, I ass tell out you too. What, I'm telling you right now, there's certain things that I, I can, I can deal with a lot of shit. You bite me or punch me as a woman. You're getting knocked the fuck out. Period. Just saying. Uh, you bite me or punch me with a closed fist, you're getting knocked the fuck out. Sorry. At that point, you have made that decision. You decided to fuck around over here at a level 10. Mm -hmm. So amazingly, when it intersects with a level 10 above, you're going to find out at a fucking level 10 and you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Leo said, play it again. I already closed it. Shit. It's right there. And that's the thing, good thing about foldies. Is you yeah, that's right. It. That's a good point. Watch her. She takes a straight right to the jaw she and does. it drops her like a fucking bag of bricks. That shit was badass. She got <laughs> there. Watch his shit. She turns, tries to fight him. No, no. Right there in the chin. She took that shit right in the chin and she's out. Done. She's Boom. good night. Bye-bye. See, that's that's what I thought. She found she, she fucked found around. Thought, all right, and all she right, fucked. All right, well, fuck around, find out. Yeah, hey. I gotcha. They're kind of one and the same. Karma deserved and fuck around and find out. To be honest, yeah, it kind of really is. It's kind of like saying the same like thing. Crazy people fuck around and find out. It's mm, it's kind of the same thing. It's over know. and over again. Same shit. Anyway, it gets better because this is more crazy shit that's going on in our country. People folks. are just insane. They've lost their fucking minds. We are so far away from God; it's not even funny anymore. Yeah.
I'll give a fuck. Hey, y'all, y'all from this germ nowhere. Call the police now. Call them. We are there I'm recording this shit, bitch. Go down there. This shit got on the that woman to do that and they're just standing around watching like i'm sorry fucking you, you know what the scary part is uh and this is and and real this is for real all right you know what the scary part about that is is that woman probably needs treatment oh, on yeah. her foot this is the only way that she can get treatment that she was asking them to call the police yep she wanted she them. Wants she was doing them something on, on purpose, on purpose to get them because to call the why else would you want to go who Okay. Oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm doing I, I, I'm not stealing this from him. But Bongino's got a great thing for this. No, he's got a great thing about this. It's the um, fuck you twat. <laughs> Number one in my world. But think about it. It's the prison. Who goes willingly into a prison? People that don't have anywhere else to go. Or they're scared to death. Mm-hmm. Fear and there's nowhere else they can go to get the treatment they need. That's the whole think about it. Uh, the dead. What is it? Uh, Walking dead. You love that fucking stupid TV show. They Not willingly I get over it. Like they willingly walked into a prison. Why? Well, there were gates, there were walls around it. Mm-hmm. Well, you only willingly do that when you need that type of defense. Mm-hmm. You don't go willingly into any fucking prison. I don't know about any of you all. I personally don't want to willingly walk into a prison, but I don't know. There were days, honestly, when I was at work and we would have like, don't say this. Shush, shush, shush. Cop conventions. And I'd be like, can you please just take me away and, and bring me to jail instead of me having to work anymore? Cause I'm really bad at this shit. 
She said, what? All right. We'd have cop conventions. And I'd be like, can, can you please just take me away? Like, are, are you here take to me take away. me away? Like, or cops would just show up at the hotel randomly, look, you know, for whatever reason. And I'd be like, and they'd be like, oh, we need to talk to a manager. I was like, are you, are you here to take me away? Like, can, can you please, can you take me downtown? Like, like three square in a cot like please can just i lock not? me up where i can get eight I hours of sleep be here anymore fucking take me away. just lock me up where no, i can get eight hours of damn sleep it. you're here for someone else can i be them for a day fuck uh this That's is much probably I old i i think we determined that this video was old but yeah, it's but it's still how crazy people are this is how crazy people the hodge twins just posted it the other day but i think it's from a couple years ago Yeah, this is two years old at least yeah if not maybe a year but maybe not who knows? It could be just the other day. Who knows? It could be LA right now. Yeah, it could be. Now this is Virginia. Okay. Well, that's up to them. They can tell me the reason they want. You're an asshole. I hope your mother gets sick and dies. You hope people die? I hope your kids do because they should have a You made the little girl cry. Huh? You made the little girl cry. Yeah. They, yeah. Should, they should wear masks. Well, if they're too young. No, they're not too young. They're kind of 12 years old. Well, little girl I mean, but you shouldn't look at a little girl and tell them that you hope they No die. masks are only for people like me, right? Men, people like me. Who yeah, think that you're deceived? Hey, 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 his kids are They're going to make them wear them to school for eight hours. But that's not your place to judge that. Let, let him, let him uh, deal with that. Yeah, so I can get sick and die, and you can die, and these people can die. I work in a hospital. I see people die every day. It's bad. You want to see your father dying? It's My not good. It's bad. That's good story. No, it's not. I brought the wine. I'll tell the wine that Burger King here does not make you wear a mask and they'll shut you down. Let's go. Look, you know, that's Ohio. Yeah, it was Ohio. And uh, she literally told those kids that she hoped they died. And oh, by the way, yeah, that was uh, that was just the other day. Was it? Yeah, that was a couple days ago. Yeah. So this is still going on. There's still Americans out there that are doing this to other Americans. People are insane. <laughs> really? I mean, seriously. Yeah, and she's ordering fast food. Tell me something. Like, Does I'm she sorry. look like she needs some more fast food? Seriously. She looks like she's about two steps from the grave anyway. I'm sure she's had three jabs. Four, maybe but five. I've, I've, I've got a question, though, because it drives me nuts. Who is believing this shit anymore? Seriously. Who is even buying into this mask bullshit? There was one actress still wearing a mask at the Oscars last night. Yeah, time. and it said that her career is on fucking done. fatal descent. Like, you're sorry. If you're still wearing a mask, you're... You're fucking dead. If you were ever wearing a mask, I'm, I'm sorry. 
Okay. But this is funny. Is this, this is going to make you laugh. Shush your mouth. This is going to make you laugh your ass off. And I bring this to you. Actually, Velen brings this to you Sheer because stupidity. she found this and she gave Sheer it to me. Stupidity. And holy shit, if this is really going on in America, this explains everything. everything. Watch this, everything. folks. Everything. This is going to blow your mind. Everything. You're going to say, no way. No, yep. no. And then you're going to say, holy shit, you got to be kidding me. Check this shit out. No, we're not joking. No, he went underneath the fence, came back to help her. Who was going over the fucking fence? I don't know. What in the fuck is going on in America? Holy shit. How retarded are you? I don't even know. Like, oh my I, god! I just holy shit that I'm, I need breaking up. No. I could not stop laughing when I saw that. Just no. I just don't know about you all, but that should make you laugh your ass off. Wow, that's some dumb fucking shit. Holy fucking shit! That was fucking hysterical. Okay. Don't worry. I'll go under. You go over. <laughs> I'm the gentleman. <laughs> you go under. I'll go over. <sighs> So stupid. All right. All right. All right. Oh, shit. That's so funny. That was so funny. That just so made me laugh. Wait till the end of this one. Oh, my God. Classical chicks even fucking rolling her ass off. She's laughing her ass off, too. <laughs> even Mark Jason Walker. Retarded. Yes, they are. <sighs> this one is, too. This one is um, holy shit. Wait till you hear this craziness, because this is this is the insanity in America right now. Watch this. I don't know if you feel the way that I do, but I feel like we're living in an alternate universe here. That something has happened to the United States of America, and we're all grasping and trying to hold on to our democracy. I see what's going on in Texas. The vote is being repressed. This is evil. This is wrong. The Republicans have to stop. I'm terrified. Listen to me, Republicans. Listen. You are the people in history they warned us about. They warned us about people like you. Pay attention. We're losing our democracy. Wake up! Wake up! I mean, that would have woken me up. Holy shit. Oh, shit. That's a new button. That's a new button. Wake up! Oh, my God. Oh, it's what like a Rage Against the Machine I song in here. Holy even... shit. Yeah, crazy eyes. Holy shit, crazy eyes. Her <laughs> eyes are all like crossed like... <laughs> 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 oh, 
People look so fucking stupid. Holy shit. All right. I don't even know. All right. we, we already cleared up the insanity folder. Okay. All right. <laughs> bad banks. Bad banks. We're moving on to bad banks. No, really, we're not. All right. Let me explain to you what's going on here. No, no. All right. This is no, literally, this is 2008 all over again. It is exactly we are harboring right up to 2008 all over again. Okay. She does need a Snickers. You're right. SVA went into this thing or SVB, SBA, whatever, whatever. Um, Silicon, no, you're Silicon Valley Bank. Silicon Valley Bank, SVB. So SVB played a position. Okay. They went long on interest rates. Okay. That's what happened. They didn't violate any rules. They didn't do anything illegal. They went long on interest rates. What was the one thing that we all saw take off when Joe Biden took office? Interest rates went to the fucking moon. When that happens and you went long on interest rates, you don't have any money left. That's what happens. Your bank account says zero. And that's exactly what happened to them. And they got caught. Well, now they, they just had stand by. it last month and they, they were all good. They were golden. Now that auditing company is being held in front of Congress. Automatically, what do they do? They blame Trump. That's the first thing they do. They blame, they went right out. They said it was because of what Trump did to the banking industry regulations mm -hmm. during his presidency is the problem. That's not the problem. What the problem is, is that this bank went long on an option, on an option, realize an option you can get rid of an option. If you decide like you see it normally with options, when you have an option in a trade, it means that you can dump the trade very quickly. It's the best way to back out of a trade. Okay. You get your option and you see that your trade, the, the initial deal you made is now going south. Your option can be to dump it. If you dump it, no big deal, no harm, no foul. Because essentially what you just did was sole sell controlling stake in this company back to the shareholders. If that had happened, not a big deal. That's normally what happens with a business. But the ass clown that's in charge of this bank right now, he elected not to. So Sunday night came up. When Sunday night hit, they didn't have the money in the back of their account to cover all their expenditures because they went long in interest rates. Well, Sunday night hit, and now it's Monday morning. Um, as of this morning at 10.05 this morning, Joe Biden came out and he said that the FDIC will cover every dollar in SVB, mm -hmm. which is really bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's what we did it's in 2008. Ballot. In 2008, it took us nine years, nine years. I was alive. You all were alive. Most of you fuckers were alive. Most of you fuckers can remember what happened in 2008. It took us nine years to get out of that. It took us nine years in two wars in thousands of Americans. If you really look at it, because what 
uh, Bush di- Bush Jr. did to us in the banking bailout that he did to the banks hurt us further down the road than helped us. Because essentially now these banks are turning around looking at the federal government going, hey, where's my bailout? You b- bailed out all these companies that were involved in the New York Stock Exchange. Where's my bailout at, bro? Bro, where's my bailout? And now, with Joe Biden capitulating, essentially is what he did, he capitulated to these banks today. He screwed all of you. Because guess what? You, me, J-Laugh, Polka Dot, Salty Curmudgeon, 10 Ounces of Silver, J um, Cisco Kid, Michael, everybody, Tammy, you all are going to pay for it. We are going to pay for it. Def, you're going to pay for it. Gerby, you're going to pay for it. Every Leo, you're going to pay. For, we're all going to pay for this now. That's the problem. The Thank you. Def, why we have the most astute listeners out there. Yet we've been bailing out Ukraine left, right, and center. We've sent billions to Ukraine. 200 billion, and that's almost exactly how much money is missing from SVB. Hmm. Interesting how that works, huh? Interesting how the dollar amounts Mm -hmm. equate. I'm just saying. Let's follow the progression real quick from when when this first started. To where we're at now. To where we're at now. Because now it's a little different. It's changed a bit. But all it did is... um, I heard it today. Uh, there's a market guy that I listened to on uh, uh, the. Uh, if you've never seen the BCM report, it's the Br- British Stock Market Index report, which I really like because they actually talk about U.S. stocks way more than they talk about British stocks, which is awesome. But they don't give you the politics behind it, which is my favorite. Because they're very cut and dry. It's very bland. You really don't want to listen to it unless you know what they're talking about. The only reason I tuned in today was because of the banking dropout. Mm -hmm. And I knew there I could go and find out what the fuck is going on in our markets right now. Right now, what we're seeing, because today we ended up in the green. All the markets, the NYSE, everything, everything was in the green. There's a reason for that. Because they call this a soft bubble. Tomorrow, the big bubble will pop. When the bubble pops tomorrow, you're going to watch stock prices crash. You think it'll be tomorrow or you think it'll be No, it'll be tomorrow because they said it was 24 hours. They said it would be less than 24 hours. It would hold out for 24 hours. But when they realize they still don't have the liquidity to push the payments out, that's when they're going to hit a zero balance again. It's going to go negative again. The second it goes negative again, that's going to shut down that bank. All all they did was gave it 24 hours to try and sell it. That's all they did. Because right now, currently, they are actively trying to sell that bank. Mm -hmm. Go look it up. If you don't believe me, please don't believe me. I don't want you to believe me. Go look it up. They're actively trying to sell that bank right now. It is on the market. Nobody wants it. Mm-hmm. Because you, why buy something that's already pear shaped? Well, and you'll you'll see why when we get through these. So, I, I'm just letting you know it's already up. It, it could be insider training. I definitely agree with that, Cisco. There's some shit going on there. I'm almost wondering if the federal government's not involved in this somehow. And I wonder if our dick beaters are all over it. Because it doesn't make any sense to go upside down so fast. CBDCs. 
Well, no, that's what it's going to push us into mm -hmm. is CBDCs. Yeah. That's what I think this is. This is mm -hmm. the play for CBDCs. Watch this because they're going to be pushing us to CBDCs after this. As we come on the air this morning, the federal government is scrambling to contain the fallout over the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the largest U.S. bank to fail since the 2008 financial crisis, the second biggest bank to collapse in U.S. history. Silicon Valley Bank primarily catered to startups and technology companies, but its demise began Wednesday after concern over its cash reserves sparked a bank run by its clients. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation has taken control of the bank and its billions of dollars in deposits, the vast majority of which is not insured. As we come now, now listen to what she just said at the end of that. Okay. The federal FDIC, when the FDIC rolls into something, okay, look, anything in there, in the bank, any account that has $250,000 in it or less is automatically insured. Okay. But understand where this was. This was at Silicon Valley. Do you understand how much money is in Silicon Valley? Do you know how much some of these CEOs in Silicon Valley are being paid? Um, they all got a whole bunch of bonuses right before this came to light. They're getting paid in millions yeah. of dollars. They're not being paid in just hundreds of thousands. We're talking millions. Mm -hmm. There are people with, not that I, not that I give a shit because you know me, I don't give a fuck. If you've got that much money, you're a piece of shit. That's normally what that works out to in my life. If you have that money, that much money, and you haven't done anything with your life, you haven't done anything to help out America, you're a piece of shit. You know, because I see veterans who make millions of dollars, and you know what they do? They're constantly donating money, and they're constantly helping out causes. They're constantly out there on the front lines fighting for a cause. Mm -hmm. I don't see a whole lot of millionaire veterans that walk out and just say, you know what, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut, sit in the corner and color. They don't because they still feel a duty to take care of this country. And what you're seeing here is a bunch of ass clowns that literally spent billions of dollars on shit that they... I don't know if they didn't understand it. I don't know if they just didn't. I honestly, I think they didn't care. And I think that they thought that the government was going to take care of them. That's honestly what I think it was. Cisco kid, uh, Texas trout uses uh, Kirk Elliott as well. Um, actually we have a, a, quite a few of our listeners in here that, that have used Dr. Kirk Elliott. Who is our featured sponsor tonight? You can go to defiantsilver.life. And I'm dead serious on this, folks. If you've got money in the bank, you got to get it out. You got to do it tonight. Tomorrow night's going to be bad. I'm telling you right now, tomorrow afternoon's going to be bad. There's, there's no way. There's three banks that collapsed this weekend. Three fucking banks. Yeah, the two other ones were minor ones. I get it. But SVB and two other banks going down in one weekend, what are the odds? Just to ask yourself yeah, what the Silver, odds are. Silver Bank, um, SVB, and then what was the, the bank in, it, uh, in New York? It was a small one. It was something stupid. I don't even remember the name, but it, it's immaterial. The point is, is three banks went down. All three banks were FDIC insured. So I asked the question again, why? When was the last time that we ever saw three banks just fall in America? I don't think I've ever seen it. Well... 
1820. Okay, maybe. Okay, 1920, oh, 1929, the stock market crash. Okay, maybe. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Well, and we'll but that, that was a stock market crash. So here is what Yellen initially came out and said. Because remember, what does this tip off? This doesn't tip off recession, by the way, folks. No, we're in recession right now. Yeah. This tips off depression. That's mm -hmm. what is the end result of this. Understand if all the banks go down, let's say the FDIC can't cover them, right? Tell me something. How many of you with millions of dollars in the bank are going to leave those millions of dollars in the bank tonight if the ID, FDIC can't cover SVB? They, I, I think I think you're right, Leo Slayer. They do want a bank run. No, this is this is I Lindsay. What did I tell Joe Biden today? What did I scream at him about? Because he's a fucking idiot and he's fucked everything up that he's come in and touched in in our space. I yelled at him today. I yelled at Joe Biden today. I said, motherfucker, you have fucked everything up. How do you think? That what you're doing right now by extending this SVB ab abortion is going to make anything better for America. Because all you're doing is pushing off the inevitable. Sometimes it's better for them to fail. Why? Because it was a horrible investment. Who would do that? You have a liberal coming into office. Look, I know Democrat stock, stock guys. Guys that managed million-dollar portfolios. And they all told me this was done on purpose. Reason is, is you do not do that with especially the housing market. Everybody's still chapped from 2008. When all of that shit burst and the housing market crashed, everybody got burnt. There was a lot of people that got burnt oh, for yeah. a, a lot of money. Yeah. When that happened... They automatically reserved up, set up. I'm going to protect everything from now on. Now it's happening again, second time. Government's doing the same thing it did last time. They waited at first. They said, nope, we're not bailing you out. Then they came back in the background and they said, oh, well, we'll get this one. We'll get this. One. Oh, we'll get this. Before you knew it, the government, the federal government bailed out all the banks involved. So now I ask the question, when do we bail out the other two banks? We've already bailed out SVB. When do we get the other two? PQuest, the St. Patty's Parade is this coming Friday. We had the uh, um, Celtic Cross Mass Parade. And actually, I'm sorry, we had the Tybee St. Patty's Day Parade on Saturday. Yeah, that went pretty late. It was, yeah. That went well into the morning of Sunday morning. Which we did not. Seamus, I did not partake in. Seamus freaked the fuck out. We had to go. We had yeah. to get him out of it. Yeah. Uh, before he had a heart attack. We'll he was he losing his mind. But... It was a lot of fun though. Mm -hmm. uh, I was looking for all of you. I was Wix. I was looking for you too. Um, but anyway, all right. So here's what Yellen said about about uh, their their bullshit response yes. to the failure of SVB, and this was on Sunday. Let me be clear that um, during the financial crisis, um, there were um, investors. Um, and owners of 
systemic large banks that were bailed out and we're certainly not looking and uh, the reforms that have been put in place means that we're not going to do that again but we are concerned about depositors and are focused on uh, trying to meet their needs. Can you say whether these problems were unique to, to Silicon Valley Bank or can you say whether there will be other regional bank failures? Well, look, let me just say that we want to make sure that the troubles that exist at one bank don't create contagion uh, to others that are sound. And um, a goal always of supervision and regulation is to make sure that contagion can't, uh, can't occur. Understand what she's saying there. She's saying there initially that, no, there's no bailout. We're not bailing them out. But she we're said that bail them out a, we're, we're not bailing out the owners. She said, we're not bailing them out. We're not bailing. No, she said, we're not bailing the banks out, banks out. We will protect the American people, which is what the government's supposed to do. Technically, this is legit. She's right on the money. That's not what they did. All right. Stand by. We're not there yet. You said we were going by you're the right. fucking timestamps. Right. So, right. whoa, you're right. I'm going, I'm arguing per her case on Sunday. On Sunday at this time in the morning, Sunday morning, she was actually right. What she was saying is what we should be doing. We should be saying, look, fuck you. You made a risky bet. You failed. What happens when you go to Vegas and you make a risky bet, let's say on a million dollar horse? Let's say you, you bet you bet the house on it. What do you lose when you come home? You lose your house. Oh, because you don't have a home anymore. Now you're on the street. Mm-hmm. So again, I ask the fucking question and I'm dead serious. I, I, you know what I want you guys to start doing your liberal friends. And I know you all have them. I do. I don't like them, but I have them. They're there. Start asking them. Just start asking them the same question. I ask you, when is enough enough? Because you know what, you know who this is going to hurt? This is the shock that's going to hurt. Well, you all are going to laugh your asses off. We're all going to sit back and giggle. Why are we going to giggle? Because we knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. And either we've already put our money in silver and gold with Dr. Kirk Elliott, or we don't have any money. So it doesn't fucking matter. When this shit goes, this is going to be big because it's going to affect. There's a lot of people that are going to be affected by this. Like, for instance, I listened to Bongino today for over an hour. Talk about how he's going to be affected, personally affected by it, because he's got more than $250,000 in a bank account. Well, you're fucked, Dan. Sorry for you, bro. Should have thought about that. Dr. Kirk Elliott, you shouldn't have gone to that other fucking guy because he's fucking doing you out of money. Throwing it out there, but that's what it's going on. You would agree with me. He knows what I'm talking about. But this, this shit, this bailout shit that we're doing again, we're fucking ourselves again. Pull out a gun, load it. We're not even fucking ourselves. We're fucking our great grandkids. Pull out a gun. I want you to load it. And then I want you to aim it at your foot and I want you to shoot it. It'll get you out of the upcoming war. Okay. Because I'm dead serious. You, that's what we're doing to ourselves. We're shooting ourselves in the foot again. We're saying, oh, fuck, the bank's fucked up. Instead of, think about this. Okay. Think about this. Leo, you got a company, right, bro? You got a little company out there. You have your own little thing going on out there in Texas, right? 
What if your company went under or you took a bet the wrong way on your company? Do you think the government would come bail you out? Only if you are a solar farm. I mean, seriously, do you think the company would come bail? No, they wouldn't. Only if you were DEI compliant. I was, I was telling my, my boss, cause he was like, I don't know why people are making a big deal out of this. I said, why people? I was like, how many assets do you have tied up in the stock market right now? And he, he looked at me, he goes, a lot. Why? I said, you want to go ahead and pull those all out tonight. Why? Because it's going to crash. Because tomorrow morning when it crash or tomorrow when it crashes, he, I, I don't know if you want to be a part of that. Remember, and, and I know a lot of people don't. And then in the 25 crash, when the stock market crashed, it didn't crash nine o'clock in the morning. 29. Or the 29 crash, sorry. It didn't crash at nine o'clock in the morning. It crashed at four o'clock in the afternoon. The people that were jumping out of buildings, they were jumping out after the market had already crashed. After it closed. Yep. That's why the people jumped because they knew they didn't have the money to pay off the debt that they owed. So I asked the question again, and I want you to ask your liberal friends, when is enough enough? Mm-hmm. When, when do we finally say, fuck it? When does everybody else hit the same level that I'm at? The fuck it level 12, where we're just like, fuck it, we're done. I know a lot of you are there. I mean, our kid's definitely not going to private school next year because uh, his education fund is about to be fucking zero. Done. It's about a zero balance. About to be a zero balance. It's we, locked we already, up in the stock market. We lost 50% of it. In, in one year. year. In one year, we've yeah. lost 50% of it. This is Joe's 30-second step to his 12-step plan to, to destroy America. America. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. This is the 30-second step. I just say, fuck it. If he's going to continue to destroy America, why do we have to continue to stand by and idly by and let it happen? Why? What? Oh, well, it's not following Robert's rules to me. Fuck you and Robert. Robert was never supposed to be like me. Me and Robert were built differently, period. Hmm, I don't know who Robert is. Is is he like Miss Emily? No, it's Robert rules to it's the rules for like carrying on a meeting in public decorum. Oh, it is like Miss Emily Miss Emily's manners. Whatever. I, I fucking don't care. I don't care about Robert. My point is who gives a fuck about Robert? We're not supposed to be polite. We're fighting for a country. We're not fighting for oh, oh we're just oh, we're fighting for gay rights. No, we're not. We're fighting for a country. We're fighting for millions of people that live in these borders. Yet, down on the border today, there's a thousand immigrants that decided to just rush the border. Oh, Fuck it. We're, we're getting to that, too. Um, See what happens. That's, that's it's a bold right. move. Anyway, I say we open up with a 240. I think that will solve its own problem right there. Real okay. quick, fast, in, the, in a hurry. You open up with a cyclic weapon. That fires a little over 1,300 rounds per minute. I'm pretty sure... You're going to go ahead and fix that problem of people running across the border, throwing it out there. It's a good idea. I think the Germans tried it. 33, 34. I think that's the next clip, actually. Not the ones rushing the border, but talking about the Germans in 34. Anyway, go figure. Mm -hmm. So you can tell the American people this morning, because I think this has caused a lot of concern, uh, that the U.S. banking system is safe and secure. I think the, the voice here. Uh, is our Treasury Secretary, who is our lead and working with regulators. That's the appropriate uh, person uh, we should listen to here and who's tracking this the most closely. 
Um, but again, what I will say is after the financial crisis, the reforms put in place um, have given regulators more tools um, and our system uh, is more resilient uh, and the foundation stronger because of it. You know, I, I, I was doing a little research this weekend. I think you'll enjoy this actually. Mm-hmm. This is a good, this is a good one you're going to like. Um, and I was poking around because I remember, and it's all, it's all your, uh, it's really your and Leanna's fault. The two of you watch that fucking stupid show, the stones and going Scotland and all that crap. The oh, British bitch going to Scotland. And all that shit. That yeah, it, Outlander. Outlander. Don't, yeah, don't. It, you it were is, watching it even well before we even met Liana. So that's don't give true. me that. It was a good show. Uh, Leo, our show email is mickvlyn at gmail.com. M-I-C-V-L-Y-N. Plus, I got to talk to you about a a, 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 a cow. A cow. I need a cow. Yeah, we need to get a cow. I need a dead cow. Throw it in the back of the pickup truck and bring that. Preferably dead. Yeah. Um, if it's still alive, I mean, I can kill it when it gets here, but I don't know about the meat. I don't know how much meat I'm going to get off of. I I don't know about transporting a live cow in the back of your pickup truck. Why? I saw sheep getting transported all over the place in in pickup trucks in Nissan, little Nissan, little fucking pickup trucks. To Georgia, though? Pretty much. For fuck's sake. They were driving from fucking downtown fucking Baghdad to fucking. Jaquando is the cow guy. Oh, Jake Wando. We need a cow from Jake Wando. Okay. All right. Well, All right. We'll, we'll have to call Jake Wando. Okay. Either way. Lens, will you text me his phone number, please? And tell him I'm going to be reaching out if you don't mind. Anyway. Where were you going? Where were we going with this? Play this one. No, I'm lost. Huh? Because I looked over and it's not up anymore. And I lost the bitch that was up here. And where'd she go? I took it down. She had something. Actually, she said something really stupid. I just wanted to bring it up, and I didn't know if everybody else heard it. What was that? Hold on. Bring it back to it now, because that's the beauty of foldies, as you told me. Exactly. Oh, this is the beauty of foldies, hon. Okay. So, there's a big problem she said in here. Hmm. She said this on Sunday. I'm not hating on Outlander. Whoa, don't, don't. Don't don't get me wrong. I like Outlander. I think the story is great because it follows history perfectly. And I love the history part of it. That's what Diana Gavaldon is an excellent researcher. Made me start watching is because mm-hmm. she was dead on with her history. And when I started seeing years match up that I knew, I was like, oh, I like that. Okay. That's why I like it. But listen, anyway, she says something. Hold on. Right about here. Here and who's tracking this the most closely. Um, but again, what I will say is after the financial crisis, the reforms put in place um, have given regulators more tools. Tell me something. Mm. After the financial crisis, the reforms that regulators put in place, given them more tools to get us out of where we're at right now. So I have a question for you. What regulations? Because mm. let me let me tell you something about bank regulations. Let me tell you a cool thing. So. About six years ago when Donald Trump took office, Donald Trump stood there in front of the Oval Office. He made some bank regulation reforms. One of the big ones that he reformed. You're thinking Highlander, Griff. Outlander's the uh, yeah, Outlander's another series thing. of Diana Gabaldon books. It's on. It's actually on really good. Showtime. Historically, very good. Yeah, no, epics or uh, uh, stars. 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 Yes. So if you listen to what she just said, she's like, hey, look. The reforms that we made are supposed to change this. Now, there were three total reforms that were made. 
The big ones were anybody, any big bank in America that does more than $250 million worth of business a day. You have Uber federal regulations. Donald Trump put that into effect. Why? Because $250 million, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking about a quarter of a billion dollars. Okay. 90% of them can't even pump a quarter of a billion dollars liquid in liquid assets. All right. So there became a staple that all federal banks will be able to cover everything within their region within $250,000. That's a lot of fucking money if you think about it. Because you're thinking about regions. Regions. This country's broke down into seven different regions banking wise. That's a lot of fucking money. Mm -hmm. So then how do you back that up? Well, they back it up with the Federal Reserve. What's in the Federal Reserve? Well, that's a great question because nobody knows. Does everybody see where the problem is now? Because it's private. We have no idea how much money we see. There's an argument about this. I I know I'm about to jump off track, but trust me, I'm going to bring it all back together. There's all these questions about this QAnon shaman guy, Jacob uh, Chan- uh, Chansley. Chansley, also known as um, Jake uh, Angeli, which he's not a bad dude. Apparently, Jacob Angeli Chansley. from everything else I've heard. But everybody's saying that there's a there's it's a double edged sword by releasing this guy if they release him. They say, well, wait a minute, this will, this could spark another revolution. No, not really. If they release him, they're just doing. What should have been done to begin with? You're not starting. You're not even stopping a revolution. If anything, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but it's retarded because this guy's still in jail. And it's a way overstep of the U.S. government's bounds. Like, they're not allowed to overstep that far. That's what the Constitution stops them from doing. And they completely blew that away and put this kid in jail. He's still in jail. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you look at the banking industry and you look at what happened to him, what's the fucking difference? The FBI, okay, um, in the the Proud Boys trial, yeah, the FBI got caught lying, lying twice, doctoring evidence, yep, um, hiding evidence, and and suppressing evidence from the pros- or from and the defense the trial that could have been going. They they've put up a motion to dismiss three times based on the FBI's just complete lack of anything because those four dudes stood up and said, you know what? I'm going to fucking, they got lawyers and now, Oh shit. Now everything's getting thrown around. And Mm -hmm. now we're getting more videos out too from Tucker, which Tucker hasn't come out with a video since the last one where they threatened Rupert Murdoch, which is weird. Hey, Rupert, isn't it though? What's going on, bud? We're going to get to that, but hold on. So play, play this. If we get to that tonight. Kevin McCarthy? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck this guy. I know. I hate Kevin McCarthy. I know you do. He's from California. That's why. But I heard this live, and I am I was glad I found this clip because, uh, yeah, you'll hear. You were afraid it wasn't going to be here. Mm. Speaker, how worried are you that China becomes the power broker, bringing Saudi Arabia together with Iran? What is the significance of that? The time for worrying has passed. It it is on the stage right now. We've watched China enter the Middle East, where they are now brokering a deal with Iran, putting them back on the world stage. And Maria, 
I'm very concerned that it looks a lot like 1936 all over again, an axis of power of Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran bounding together against yeah. the freedom and values of what America represents. Remember, President Xi has only left his country one time during the pandemic, wow. and that was for them all to meet. The yeah. last time we had a Democrat administration, they allowed Russia back into the Middle East. Now yeah. they're bringing China in as a leader. And we're watching our allies after what happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. That the chancellor of Germany moves to goes to China to talk to them. We've watched Saudi Arabia try to build a better relationship with China. Yeah. That's because the lack of strength of our leadership in America, and that becomes from an economic and also from our energy policy yeah. and others. Hmm. So what do you, what does that have to do with the fall of SVB? Hold on. Let me show you. I'll show mm. you. I'll show you. I'm going to show you right now. Mm -hmm. This can make some of you fucking really happy. Some of you, you can be really pissed off. What's this? Hold on. God damn it. Just, hold on. What is it this time? The Slavic guy over there flew some jets off of the coast of Alaska, and I got excited. Look, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I don't think that was the reaction you should have. I stay wishing a motherfucker would. You really are just a war tribe. I wouldn't say that. I'm more like 50 war tribes in a trench coat with a defense budget big enough to fight God. My standing army is still way larger than yours. I'm still not going to fake a Chinese accent, but anyways, yeah, my official standing army is much smaller than yours. My unofficial one, on the other hand, Ah, yes, the old joke, a gun behind every blade of grass. I take it you forgot that for the last 20 years, I had a generation of veterans learning how an insurgency works, learning how to make IEDs, learning how to make explosively formed projectiles, and now they're all out and have no ROE when someone steps foot on their land. This demographic also possesses around 50% of all firearms worldwide. What does your ATF even do? Most of the time, euthanize almost as many dogs as PETA. <laughs> Come on. Okay. How does that not add up or, or assimilate what everything? Fuck? Okay. So everything you just said. But my question was, what does China, Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia have to do with SVB falling? Well, did they not just come up with their own banking system? Who? China, Russia. Oh, well, they did. They did. They had the biggest part. I mean, they have their so, own. With they, they went to gold currency. Exactly. They are a which gold we don't have backed banking system. The fall of SVB. I don't think that has anything to do with it. The dollar down with it. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Isn't this the same clip? Uh, yeah. Go to the next one. Well, that's the what the next one. Weird. You had two of the same, same spot. Okay. Good job. All right. And this is AI, but it's a good um, breakdown. It's good AI. It is good AI, actually. But one of these guys. Thanks for time. So. Very good to be with you, Brian. Good evening. Now, you're a market economist. Yes. Well, most economists are market economists, Brian, to a degree these days. Yes. How do you think things are going at the moment? Well, there's a great deal of international concern. I mean, we're taking a toweling, but things will sort themselves out, Brian. This is what a market does. Well, can you explain to me how it all works? How the economy works? Well, yeah, what's the problem at the moment, for instance? Well, what we've got at the moment is an international credit crisis. Yes, how does that happen? Well, I'm a bank, Brian, and I borrow money and I lend it out and I charge more to the people I'm lending it to than I pay to the people from whom I'm borrowing it. Well, who do you borrow money from? 
well, from, you know, depositors, Brian. Have you got a dollar? Well, you yeah, know, I sure. borrow your dollar and I'll give you, you know, there's your bank balance. One dollar. One dollar. Right. Okay. And you pay interest to me on that. I do. But I also charge you fees. Well, why do you charge me fees? Because, Brian, I'm looking after your money. Your money is secure with me. I'm a bank. I mean, uh, this is a very important amount of money. This is probably your nest egg. It's safe with us. And, and how much interest do you pay me? Approximately the same as I'm charging you in fees. Oh, good deal for me. Well, your money's secure with us, Brian, and I then lend that money to businesses, and those businesses generate, generate income. This income. is how we build yeah, the economy. Yeah. And they put that income into the bank. I do, of course, Brian, and that builds the savings pool and we can invest more money. Well, who do you lend that to? Well, to people who need credit, Brian. You see, money creates more money. So if we can create money that creates more money, we're, we're broadening the economy. Expanding, we're expanding yeah. it all the time. Yeah, yes. yeah. But shouldn't people just buy the can afford? You don't need to afford the things you're buying, Brian. You need to afford the interest on the money you need to borrow in order to buy them. And you're charging higher rates for all this? We do hop into them a wee bit on the credit rate, Brian. We stick the hydraulics under that because it's a slightly higher risk strategy. Do people need to be buying these things that they well, can afford? Obviously, they think so, Brian. I mean, these things are advertised to people as very necessary, very important and deeply, deeply attractive. Well, who's advertising things that people don't need? The companies we're lending the money to. So, okay, then you bought into the US uh, subprime housing well, market. Well, Brian, so yeah. concerned are we to build a better Australia. You helped build a worse America. Yeah, well, that was an accident, Brian. What we were doing was investing in the international investment market. And that's been a disaster. It, frankly, famously, hasn't been a huge success hitherto. Well, so what are you going to do? Well, now you give me $700 billion immediately. Why? Well, because we need it, Brian. I mean, the system needs money. Imagine the economy as a body. It needs blood pumping around it, Brian. And you haven't got it. We haven't got any money, no. Why not? Well, we lost ours. I've just been explaining that. You're not having mine. Mum! Brian won't let me play with his stuff. It's the only money I've got. You're in for it. Go, go back to the... That's, uh, that's about what it is, though. Go back to the minute I mean, 37, Mark. It might be a joke, but it's definitely right where it's at. I mean, this explains it. It really does. What? Minute 37. That's good. Leave it from there borrow in order to buy them and you're charging higher rates for all this we do hop into them a wee bit on the credit rate brian we stick the hydraulics under that because it's a slightly higher risk strategy do people need to be buying these things that well, they obviously they think so brian i mean these things are advertised to people as wow. very necessary very important further. and deep what? Sorry, go back a little bit further further yeah like where uh try from there charging you in fees oh good deal for me well your money's secure with us brian and i then lend that money to businesses and those businesses Generate, generate income. income. This is how we build yeah, the economy. Yeah. And they put that income into the bank. I do, of course, Brian. And that builds the savings pool and we can invest more money. Well, who do you lend that to? It sounds like a self-licking ice cream cone. Exactly. It's like, but oh, well, asks, we do, invest do you need to more afford, money. Do you need to afford the payments? Do you need to be able to oh, afford no, the things no, that you buy? No, you no, just need to no, be able to no. afford the interest on them. That's exactly it. You exactly. just have to be able to that's, afford the that's interest. That's what I was trying to get back to. And it goes back to afford the interest. It goes back to like, all right, so look, a lot of this, a lot of what a lot of people are like, well, wait a minute, it's not 2008. It's not the subprime mortgage rates that are being hit. No, you're right. It's worse. It's the prime mortgage rates that are being hit. You right now, understand, go buy a house. I dare you. I dare you. I have a 2.1% interest rate on my house. Yep. Go get that. I dare you. Because you're not going to get anything less than an 8.5% interest rate right now. 
I can tell you that right now. Well, let's see what um what what good old Al Sharpton had to say about this. It's racist. I know what he said. Well, it's racist. It's big old Al. It's fat Al. I mean, everything's racist. Shit, he's not fat anymore. He lost like two people. Did I? I never got the fat Al clip, mm-hmm. did I? Because we could never download it. Motherfucker, they have that so protected. Fat Al, he's your pal. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Al Sharpton has to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, fat Al. He's talking to somebody else who does not look empathetically white. I'm just letting you all know. Well, of course not. She looks militant black. Just saying. Corporate America of goodwill are telling me in the United States Congress, please don't get rid of DEI. Uh, Rev, you know, I come from a state that a governor announced that he wants to get rid of it. And three of our major universities, majority universities with minorities in those universities or attending have indicated they'll stop looking at diversity, equity, inclusion in hiring. We're outraged about it. And the state legislature, Democrats, uh, state black legislators, Hispanic legislators are going to give them, uh, if you will, a cup full and are trying to work on legislation. This is a disease. It is dangerous, devilish, uh, and it steps on the very principles of the 14th Amendment of equal protection of the law and uh, the independence, Declaration of Independence that speaks about equality in this nation it is an outrage i, I find when you it sacrifice really competence for diversity equity and inclusion you, get you, you deserve, deserve everything that you get yep but in the same time i really find it funny how they they jump to dei well that's because to avoid what's really going on is that well you hired a bunch of retards what did you expect was going to happen when you hire a bunch of window lickers what is your what is your end outcome? What do you expect? Well, this, this you is, know this is a commercial for SVB. You should play this real quick. If you hired a bunch of people to come install your garage door, that all they knew how to do was pound on metal. What what exactly were you expecting? Were you expecting a garage door to get installed? No. Because you hired a bunch of monkeys that came in and pounded on the metal. They didn't do anything with it. They didn't put it up. They didn't, they just beat the shit out of it. That's yeah. what we're hiring in America. And this is what we're hiring in our government. Why aren't we more outraged? That's what we're hiring. We're hiring somebody to sit there and beat metal. That's not what we need. We well, need you to manage something. finances. Uh, well, they could be beating their dick. You're absolutely right. They could be waxing the dolphin. They could be punching the mushroom, the purple-headed mushroom. Take? An hour and a half. Took an hour and a half. What? For you to mention a dick. Well, that's a good time. <laughs> that's a good time for me. Hour and 30 minutes. Hey, I'm good. Oh, wow. All right. Purple-headed mushroom slinger. You know? Jesus. Hey, it's all dick and fart jokes to me. Come on. It's I all know. funny. I know. It's all good. End of the day, it's funny. I think there's a big disparity between the investments in black-led companies than other companies. We want to help close the Latino wealth gap. I want to be able to help them build generational wealth. I love access to innovation because of what it stands for. Giving access to opportunities such as training, such as financing, introductions that people would not necessarily get. This is part of a initiative that everyone is committed to from the CEO down. It's meaningful work that has to be done. My name is Beatriz Acevedo. I'm Dave Salvan and I'm happy to be part of Access Innovation. 
you're proud to be part of a bank that stole money from thousands of people. Black, Latinx, oh, oh. and woman founders. Oh, okay. So maybe if you hadn't gone so woke in the paint there, SVB, yeah. we wouldn't be looking at this right now because this is truly March Madness. Mm -hmm. 951 March Madness. Why is 951 such a big deal? Mm. Lindsay, you figured it out. Lindsay, put it together. The public will soon be aware. Lindsay put it together. Why? Because at 9.51 this morning was the first announcement about SVP on oh, Wall Street's floor. Yes, it was. It was the first announcement of it going under on Wall Street's floor. Most certainly was. It was announced this morning at 9.51 in the morning. Most certainly was. 9.51 was a big time. Why? Because America became aware that we're being played. You were supposed to be watching that. Matter of fact, all you Q followers out there, you were given a date. You were given a time. You were given a fucking specific insurance. And so far, there's only one woman I've seen to put it all together. Thank you, Lindsay, because you did an excellent job today. And that was exactly what he was getting at. 951 SVP is announced on the floor. Why? How did he know that? When he looked into a crystal ball, the fuck's his cocksucker got? We don't. I don't know, but play this one. Just wondering. That was well put together. I'm just letting you know, Lance. You were on it. Uh, and that's what people need to hear from him. Now, it's important to note, President Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. He is a night owl. So the fact that he is doing this at 9 a.m. anyway speaks to... All right, I got to stop this because... Whoa, wait a minute, bitch. Whoa, no, 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 no. No! She thinks that's a compliment. We are not that retarded! President yes! Does Biden is fucking retarded. He goes to bed at 6 p.m. You guys call a lid on the day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But Don't tell me this motherfucker's a goddamn night owl. Don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. He's a night owl. He, he does nothing at night. Holy fucking shit, Pepper and Patty. She comes back with this full-blown retarded shit. What is wrong with you? <sighs> you dumb twat. Oh, he's a night owl. Yeah, so is Mike Cock. Mike Cock. How uh, vital the White House recognizes it is for him to have his voice out there conveying that to the American public. All right, Steve Ratner, thank you very much. Did you see? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. Where are my P wants? Where's my people? Where's my people at? All right, come on now. Let's do a little uh let's do a little read course here for all our new listeners. All right. So if I got new listeners here, this is a read edification course. I'm about to show you some body language. That does not look natural. That tells you that she's fucking lying. Watch this. Ready? Get this. Ready? Watch this. So she gets done talking, right? Hold on. I'm going to turn her down. Watch her body language. Don't listen. To, there's no words. Well, but she did trip over her words at one point. There's no words, but watch. Watch her body. Don't listen. Don't watch her lips move. Just watch her body language. Watch the way her body moves. Tell me how sure of a person you think this is. Does that look sure at all? No. Dude, she looked back at the camera like, please believe me. Please. Please. Big Mike. 
Please believe me. That was when she was tripping over her words at the same time. She was like, um, uh, 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 yeah, it's like a bukkake. Uh, yeah. Ugly bukkake. Okay. Go down. No, we already played that. Because I skipped up. Well, then you I, move. I skipped you down. Do, no, now, now we're I'm good. I'm but... never going to find it. Okay. You're just going to tell me I'm wrong all no, the time. Well, I mean, you usually are. <laughs> I know. She did get some Botox, didn't she, Trash Man? Mm -hmm. I, I, or Tara? I, I thought she I thought she did, too. I thought there was a little there was a little Botox maybe, there in the chin. Maybe. She looked a little fatter there, didn't she? Maybe, maybe she's just um swollen from the jabs. She could, she could have a little inflammation going on. Leave it to Mother of the Apocalypse to Everything tell us what's really jabs. going on with the jab. You know, she's she's jab she's jab jabs. injury. Come on, come on, folks. What are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about here? She got like four injections in her arm, and she's like, "Hey, it's experimental. I'll try it out. Sounds cool. Can we try it, Mom? Can we?" This is a very short clip because we can only take this in very short doses. Yeah, you can, dude. He looks like he's about to die. Look at him. Oh my God, you did it again, Big Mike. Nope, he's not talking. Oh, that's because you turned it down. I did because I wanted you guys to see Watch the body language on her. I know. Take home pay for workers is going up, especially for lower and middle income workers. No, it's not. Did y'all know that? Did you know that your take home pay was going up? No, because I didn't know that. No, I haven't seen it. I, I mean, your take home pay is going up, babe. Where, where's my money? <laughs> you better call my boss, Chris. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to use his name, but you did. Joe said that take-home pay was going up. Where's my money? <laughs> hey, <laughs> just saying I can, like, remove your balls from a mile underneath the, the carriage there. So your call. <laughs> you want to push it? Mm, I don't really want to get into him right now. I know. I'm terrible. See, this is... I just, oh, this is great. But you do it. This is great. Okay. More funny? Is this funny or is this... I mean, did you want to listen to 15 minutes of Alex Jones? No, not really. Exactly. Nobody does, though. The real question is, who are we selling this to? Same people we've been selling it to for the last two years, and whoever else will buy it. But, John, if you do this, you will kill the market for years. It's over. And you're selling something that you know has no value. We are selling to willing buyers at the current fair market price so that we may survive. You will never sell anything to any of those people ever again. I understand. Do you? Do you? This is it. I'm telling you, this is it. That looked like Joe Biden and Janet Yellen getting it on. In the Oval Office. House of Cards. It's all bullshit. See, this is From all... 10 years ago, I want to say. This is all credit shit that we've moved money around that we've just made shit, shit worse. No, Janet Yellen started doing it like months ago, two months ago, when we knew this debt crisis was going to be a problem. She said, I'm going to move money around. It's only going to work for so long. It's really, though, it's such so a So now it hasn't worked as long as she wanted and now shit's going upside down. Hmm. Okay. So again, I asked the obvious question. When is enough enough? I'm honestly, I am, I am truly surprised that SVB failed. Honestly, not really because I with, saw this too with, with, 
I mean, people like this running the show. Ruthless, so many useless meetings. Some banks will sell the souls. Some banks just feel real old. I wish they weren't so. But I still wake up. I still have the dream. Oh Lord, I still know what I stand for. Signature Bank, not SVB. Well, that's, that's even, the other one that failed. That's just as bad because Signature is a subsidiary of SVB, which also would have collapsed. So that makes sense. And they did collapse. But that being said, you you know what Donald Trump said? Hmm. Go woke, go broke. That's it. That's what happened. They went woke, went broke. Yeah, are, are you done with this commercial? Yes, I am fucking done. I'm not listening to that shit. Okay. And I'm not going to subject any of our listeners to listen to that mm. bullshit. Okay, well then. So fuck all that. Uh, but this is a good place for that. So mm. we'll play that. That's more funny. More funny. <laughs> what do you mean the bank is out of money? Insolvent? You only have enough cash for the next three customers! Just a second here. No, no, I, I don't have your money here. It's in Bill's house and, and, and Fred's house. Hey, what the hell are you doing with my money in your house, Fred? That's and about what happened. That's what happened. That's how so, the fight started. And that's how you got a black eye. And that's how you lost all your money. And that about closes that folder. Uh, there's a couple more. There is, but they're pointless. Yeah, wait. Um, no, they'll play the very last one. All right. And that one I'll definitely play. Yes. Because that's worth it. And then it's our tribute. Time. Yes, yes. Now, I just want to, before we play this, I just want to remind you. When Biden said that if you get the COVID jab, you will not get the virus. Yeah, you won't. Mm, okay. That's what happened, right? Yeah. No. No. No, none of that happened. Didn't go that way at all. Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. <laughs> if you get that COVID jab, if you get that COVID jab, you're not going to get the, the, the virus. Mer Americans can be sure. Trust him. We gotta be sure. Trust him. We gotta be trusted. The banks are not going to fail. They're not Your going to Your money under. is safe as long as you invest it with Dr. Kirk Elliott and turn it into actual money. Silver. silver. Physical silver. F physical silver. Might go as well go with it. Defiantsilver.life. Yes, the faster you can, you're absolutely right, salty curmudgeon. The faster you can detach from the faint dollar, society will be better off. 
It most uh, certainly will be. I'm dead serious. So you might as well go and get your money in silver and gold. Go to Dr. Kirk Elliott. It's well worth it. Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com. No. Um, yeah. Yes. But go just go to uh, Defiant Silver. Or just go to Defiant Silver. Life. Yep. And that will get you our discount and it'll get you in touch with Dr. Kirk. You can put your money somewhere better than where it's at right now. Do me a favor. If you've got a lot of investments out there, you're probably going to want to close them out tomorrow morning. I'm dead serious. Seriously, get out of because tomorrow night, you're fucked. I, I got a feeling we're going to see some horrible this is shit. Not tomorrow. financial advice. We are not wants to get financial not, advice. We don't have any money. Yeah, we're we're full of shit anyway. We're broke, so we're just like you. Yep, we're living paycheck to paycheck right now because yep. that's all we can do. Pretty much. And what is what is to come? Paying off the interest on our debt, floating a payment here and there to make sure we can make ends meet. That's it. And, and we do what we can do to get by. Yep. And you all have to do the same thing you do to get by. The only thing we can all hope is that the system burns down and we're all debt free all of a sudden. That would be nice. That'd be wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then we could call it a day. Be like, about that. Okay. We got to go back to being free though. Before we get there, we've got to be free before we can I do that because food. that's what's got to happen. Grow my own shit. So spark it up, get ready, it up, pack it up, here's it your up, warning, smoke it up. You couldn't like put that together better to where it could be heard on yep. the... Justin would be having a fucking a ball right now. No, he'd be, he'd be having a coronary. Stop. I'd be having to fly out there to calm his ass the fuck Actually, down. Actually, he'd be here for St. Patrick's Day. That's true. He would Actually, be he'd, he'd be here. Right we'd be partying. Yeah. If Justin was alive, he'd be here right now. Because I would have I would have paid for his ticket. I would have dragged him down here kicking and screaming. That's bad. He wouldn't have gotten on a plane. His ass would have gotten in the car and driven. Actually, he probably would have. Yeah. Justin probably would have wore a kilt. I probably could have talked him into a kilt. <laughs> if I was wearing I one. I don't know if that there's a kilt long enough for Justin. <laughs> the man was 6'4". There's a fucking refrigerator, for God's sake. So what? There's a kilt long enough for him. <laughs> yeah, there's a kilt long enough for all my brothers and my dad my cousins and they're all over six foot yeah but you don't own one i don't own one for him but mine would have looked like a yeah. you, you ladies would have been really happy with my kilts on them because they would have looked I like peenies i'd have had a blast with justin and a kelp but you know Fuck you, twat. if i could have kept liana off of him long enough I would have told you to walk. <laughs> Hit the bricks. No, you wouldn't have. No. <laughs> yeah, he would have marched. I, I doubt he would have marched, but he would have come with us. He would have hung out with us. Yeah. He would have he would have fucking followed me from point to point. He would have run up. They're like, dude. They're like, he would have been asking me every time, when are we gonna start drinking? Five minutes, bro. Let the parade finish. Which that's not true either because, well, I mean, it is. Well, you work during the parade, so you don't get the drink. No. I get the drink. I don't give a fuck. 
And Gerby and Wicks, I have to say that... <laughs> Intolerant leftist. Doesn't have to be long enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, just got to cover the snake. Doesn't even have to do that. As long as he's not marching, he doesn't have to do that even. Come on, it's Savannah. Uh, Gerby and Wicks, we're going to be setting up a, uh, a pop tent with a table at some point. So We'll text you and let you no, know where. Text me so that I can... Because I don't know that I have your number saved. It's in there somewhere. Um, so text me before St. Patrick's Day so that I can tell you guys where guide we're you at. to yeah. where we're at or where they're going to be at. I'm not going to be there, but I'll be driving by. I'll see you. Yeah. If you see me yell, I'll be at in me. a golf cart. Don't mind. Don't. Anyway, I'm the only guy. I, well, no, I'm one of three. There's three guys that were kilts on St. Patrick's Day. I will be the only guy. Let me make sure I clear this up too, because my wife didn't do such a great job of it the other day. Yes, Irish kilts are solid colors. The, the traditional Irish kilt is a solid color. It's always been a solid color. Scottish kilts are plaid. Uh, I have a Scottish kilt because my family originated from Scotland. We also have an Irish solid color kilt. I don't wear the Irish solid color kilt because um, there's a lot of fucked up shit with it. And it's a wrong color. And I don't like it. If you know anything about black and tans, you know what I'm talking about, which then you understand why we don't wear the kilt. Anyway, when you see uh, the traditional Irish kilt and traditional Irish kilt normally has pockets on it. The Scots were too dumb. They were like, no, nah, we don't want pockets. It takes away from the look. The Irish were like, hey, we want some shit that works. Like, we want to be able to carry our guns and our ammo with us. So when we kill you fuckers, you know who it came from. So Irish kills traditionally also have a lot of pockets in them. Just in case you weren't aware of the kilt standards, that is a kilt standard. It's just something I've come accounting to because I have my own. I have a real kilt, nine yards of wool. And I tell you what, it's the hottest motherfucking thing I've ever worn on my lower portion of my body in the summer in Savannah. Well, in, in March, March, which in can Savannah. be summer sometimes. Yes, anyway. it can be like 80 degrees. All right, move on to this this clip. Um, I see the sun is starting to go down. I'm going to pop out and go see if Opal came home and put the chickens up right now. Yeah, So after the... Mick's going to take over. The for tragedy. Yes, the tragedy. They're very upset. Oh my God, the trauma. So I'll be back. I couldn't get, I couldn't blend in with the trauma. Invited me to speak here, and I'm being heckled nonstop. And I'm just asking for an administrator to sign. That's an administrator. You're racism. Show. I would like it. Can I say something? If you want a motherfucker's idea, you have gotten what you wanted. Take it. Like, do you want an echo chamber? What's the issue? Can I help? I guess I have to hear remarks. And I'm not going to be able to. They're not letting me. Go. 
Yes. And I have to write something down because I'm so uncomfortable up here. Um, and I don't say that for sympathy. I just say I'm deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Um, I'm uncomfortable because this event is tearing at the fabric of this community that I care about and I'm here to support. And I don't know, and I have to ask myself, and I'm not a cynic to ask this, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is this worth it? It is an aesthetic. But for many people in this law school who work here, who study here, and who live here, your advocacy, your opinions from the bench, land. Now, uh, let me explain a little bit about what's going on here. Um, this is a federal judge that was asked by this school administrator that you see standing there in the mint green fucking jacket um to come speak to these kids about being a federal judge on the bench okay um since he walked into the classroom and they announced him as a republican they announced him not as a federal judge but they announced him as a republican first okay that's the first thing they announced him as, as a Republican. And then they said, judge. <sighs> Every child in this classroom went apeshit. Why? And so did the DEI professor. Stop, stop. Why? Because he's a Republican. He didn't even say anything yet. He hasn't. When you saw him just speak right there, that was the first time that he spoke behind the microphone. He hadn't even said anything. He just walked in the room. This administrator shows up in the mint green suit because the little faggot back there in the red shirt called her because he asked for her because he said, hey, what is this? Is this a fucking setup? If this is a setup, I'm just going to walk. And that's where we're at right now. Because that's all this is. This has been a setup since the start, since he was brought here. And then he admonishes them. This is where it gets good. As absolute disenfranchisement of their rights so, and does and it impacts directly their people, humans, their families, and their communities. And I'm uncomfortable, and it's uncomfortable to say this to you as a person. It's uncomfortable to say that for many people here, your work has caused harm, has caused, has caused harm. And I know that must be uncomfortable to hear. I know that must be. Let me please finish. And I want to give you space to finish your remarks too, Judge Duncan. I'm also uncomfortable because Many of the people in the room here I have come to care for. Um, and at, in my role at this university, my job is to create a space of belonging for all people in this institution. And that is hard and messy and not easy. And the answers are not black or white or right or wrong. This is actually part of the creation of belonging. And it doesn't feel comfortable and it doesn't always feel safe, but there are always places of safety and there is always an intention from this administration to make sure you all can be in a place where you feel fully you can be here and learn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cisco, are, are you going to Iraq this weekend? Is that right? 
if that's the case, dude, um, do me a favor and make sure you send us your address. I'm fucking dead serious about that, bro. I know a trick or two. I will take care of you. I am dead serious about that. If you are serious, if you're going to Iraq this weekend, bro, dead serious, when you get there, send us your fucking address, please. Tune in, send us your address. I will fucking ensure that you get some shit that will take care of you. Dead serious. I am. I, I didn't know we had any active duty guys that were still deploying. Um, I, if that, this goes for any active duty folks. Oh, Chicago. Oh. <laughs> well, shit. Watch yourself there too. If you, give me a call, serious, because you, you get in trouble. Actually, our lawyer lives in. Chicago. We got a lot of friends up in <laughs> Chicago too. But serious, if we got any active duty folks that are deploying, I'm dead serious. If you listen to us on the regular, dude, I'm dead serious. Drop us a line. Give us your address. I will put it out here, and I've got a laundry list of shit. I can tell people how to do this. I can teach people our ways, and I'm not going to put them out over the air here. I will do it privately, but if there's people deploying or you got kids, if your kids are deploying, damn sure. If your kids are deploying, you let me know because uh, we will send packages. I don't give a fuck. We will do what I have, what we have to do to ensure that they are taken care of over there. They'll be the, trust me, they'll be the cool kids on the block. <laughs> but anyway, I'll let this guy continue. Uh and grow into the amazing advocates and lawyers and leaders that you're going to be. I'm also uncomfortable because it is my job to say you are invited into this space. You are absolutely welcome in this space, in this space that people learn and again live. I really do wholeheartedly welcome you because me and many people in this administration do absolutely believe in free speech. We believe that it is necessary. We believe that the way to address speech that feels abhorrent, that feels harmful, that literally denies the humanity of people, that one way to do that is with more speech and not less, and not to shut you down or censor you or censor the student group that invited you here. That is hard, that is uncomfortable, and that is a policy and a principle that I think is worthy of defending even in this time, even in this time. And again, I still ask, is the juice worth the squeeze? I mean, is it worth the pain that this causes and the division that this causes? Do you have something so incredible important to say about Twitter and guns and COVID that that is worth this impact on the division of these people who have sat next to each other for years, who are going through what is the battle of law school together so that they can go out into the world and be advocates. And this is the division that's caused. When I say, is the juice worth the squeeze? That's what I'm asking. Is this worth it? And I hope so, and I'll stay for your remarks to see, because I do want to know your perspective. I am not, you know, in the business of wanting to either shut down speech, because I do know that if they come for this group today, they will come for the group that I am part of tomorrow. I do believe that, and I understand why people feel like the harm is so great that we might need to reconsider those policies. And luckily, they're in a school where they can learn the advocacy skills to advocate for those changes. I hope that you have something to share with us that we can learn from. I hope you can learn, too, while you're in this learning institution. I hope you can look for the spectacle of the, and the noise to the people holding these signs. 
the people who are here to learn, the people who just like you absolutely are fighting for, working for freedom, just to be free, to be themselves. That is what they are here for. They are here because they feel harmed, not just by your speech. If it was just words, that would be one thing. You have authority and you have power to make decisions that impact the lives of millions. And I hope if you learn anything, that you can listen through, you can listen through your partisan lens, the hyper-political lens, and just look and see human beings who are asking you to take care. And like all guests on our campus, we ask that you come with good intentions and respect. And I do want to hear your remarks, and I do want to say thank you for protecting the free speech that we value here of our speakers and of our protesters. And I want to remind you all of one thing. I chose to be here today. You all chose to be here today. Many people go before Judge Duncan who do not necessarily choose to be there. And they have to listen to everything he says. Literally thousands of people. You have a choice. You do not need to stay here if this is not where you want to be. You can stay here if this is where you want to be right now, but make that choice. If you do choose to stay here, I do think we should give space um, to hear what Judge Duncan has to say. And I hope that also you will take question and answer and comment section to say what you need to say and to ask the questions you need to ask. I'm really grateful to be in this institution. I look out and I don't ask what is going on here. I look out and I say, I'm glad this is going on here. That is Stanford Law School. Yeah. Stanford Law School. They are not gender studies majors. They are law students at Stanford. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on. Hold on. She's getting angry. Look, here's the thing. Fine. Listen, I'm um, going to be honest with you. I, I'm 
kind of retarded. <laughs> I can't wait until they actually become lawyers and have to argue in front of that judge. I can't wait for that day. I hope he took note of every single one of their faces. You, you, you do realize he is a federal judge. Yeah. He's not a local. He's yeah. not like, yeah, he's like a federal judge. this is the guy. Yeah. All right. Let me let me tell you some differences between a local magistrate judge and a federal judge. Okay, a, a federal judge has the ability to hold you for 72 hours without cause. A federal judge does. A federal judge has the right to hold you in a prison cell without cause for up to 72 hours. Why is that? For well, being an asshole. Really, what it boils down to is at that level, they call it the multiplication table. Okay. So think about it this way. If you go to a county judge or a district judge, okay, they get a certain amount of time that they can hold you for. So for instance, in contempt, a county district judge can hold you for 24 hours. Okay. So get that goes up to the magistrate level or what would be equated to the governor level or the basically the state Supreme court level. Now you're talking about 48 hours. Okay. When you get to the federal level, federal judges, 72 hours, they can hold you with per temp. They don't have to have proof. They can just say you're in contempt. You could be just looking weird. You're in contempt. You're held for 72 hours. 72 hours, I can find a crime on anybody. You give me 24 hours, I can find a crime on anybody. Uh, you give way, me 72 hours, holy shit. Your ass is going to jail for a long time. I'm going to put your ass in jail for murder. Oh, yeah. Because that's all it takes. I, I'm dead serious. Think about it. Why do you think they called the show the first 48? Within 48 hours, if you do not have arrest, an arrest of a subject, at that point, it's almost unsolvable. Done. Throwing it out there. It's what it is. But think about this, though. This is the way a federal judge is getting treated by a bunch of kids. Think, of, think about what she said. Wait till they have to stand in front of him. And he recognizes their faces. And he looks at them. If that day ever comes, because honestly, right now with the way things are going, folks, I see this guy coming back before I see anything else. I see this exact moment in time, several occasions now. Matter of fact, I was woken up from a dead sleep last night to something that looked almost just like this. And I can tell you right now, what was at the end of that blade was not good because you can't see it here because it ain't dripping. Because it's not a live picture. But if this were a live picture right now, what I saw last night, that bitch was dripping. You tried to wake me up and I was like, I don't even remember it. She looked at me and she's like, fuck you, cunt. I was like, all right, <laughs> well, I guess I'm be a cunt. So I went out and smoked a bowl and a half and then came back in the bedroom, looked at her and she like flicked me off again. I was like, all right, <laughs> fuck you. I, I rolled asleep. right back over. That's so it. last week, we had a really good week. We really did. Mm -hmm. It started out hot. I mean, balls of the wall. We did a Tucker thing because Liana's like, hey, cover Tucker tonight. 
we did it. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, Tucker shut the fuck up. He did. We didn't hear another thing out of Tucker all weekend long. Correct. And then there's a little clip somebody found somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe you can educate the rest of us. This is on the Full Send podcast. If you remember, that's the podcast that Trump was on. Correct. He right. went on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Said a bunch uh, of shit. Maybe six months ago. Yeah. Um, More than that. It's like almost eight months, maybe. nine months ago. Anyway. So, um, yeah. This is, just listen to what Tucker has to say here. Because I'm calling something right now. I'm calling Rupert Murdoch gave in. Bent over, grabbed his ankles, and said, "Please, sir, may I have another?" Well, you know, it's interesting because I want to say it was Ingram last night that very specifically, or maybe it was Sean Hannity. I don't know. I was half asleep, but one of them was like, um, "I think it was Laura Ingram when they asked her to to have her own show." Yep. Oh no, 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 no! You know who it was? It was Mark Levin. Okay. Oh, yeah. He made a point. He said, when they asked me to, to do a show on here, and I said, yes, that was it. They they gave me no direction. They gave me no, their, no parameters, no nothing. Just do what you want. And that's how it is with all of their hosts. Supposedly. That's Mark Levin made a point to say that last night. Hmm. Why do you think Mark Levin made such a point to say that last night? In support of Tucker, or you think it was anti-Tucker? I think it was anti-Tucker. Really? I think that Mark Levin is trying to cover for is trying Fox to cover News. for Fox is trying to cover for Murdoch, who is telling Tucker, "Do not play this," or the well, government's going to come get let, you. Let's 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 see, see what let's Tucker see. said first. Let's see what right? Tucker let's said about just, this. Let's before we pass judgment. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's hear all sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh oh, and this is something a little different. But go ahead. All right. Well, we're gonna let yeah. it just play. But yep. look, it it's us letting you guys make up your own minds because it's about it's not about us. It's about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. We already believe something. You either are with us or you're not. If you're not then where are you? Because you still listen. Yep. Well, got to wonder. Yeah. And I've been all over the world. I feel like I've been everywhere except Russia. And Russia is a combatant in a war that's changing the world. And like, I should go see it. Mm -hmm. And, but if I, and I was planning on it and I got stopped by the U S government from doing it. And I was, well, you were going to go, of course. And then what were you going to do? Interview Putin. Why wouldn't you had it set up? I was working on it and they, broke into my text messages. The NSA broke into my Signal account, which I didn't know they could do. Oh, so Signal's not even safe. Oh, God. Signal's no, not, not safe sa- anywhere. Not oh, safe. Signal's fuck. not safe. I know. People think WhatsApp's safe. No. It's like, man. WhatsApp? No. WhatsApp is not. You know what's safe? And ask any mafia don. Park your car in front of the liquor store, leave your phone in the vehicle, in your Caprice Classic, and walk out behind the liquor store in the vacant lot back there with the winos to talk to the person you want to talk. How many to. times have you done that? Zero. Okay. Cause I'm like lazy. <laughs> I'm like, Arr! and I'm actually, I always say to myself, you know, I'm not hiding anything. I don't have a secret life. I'm pretty upfront and some people like it and some people don't, of course, but um, I'm not hiding anything, but I was definitely hiding my plan to go interview Putin just because it's an interview. So, no so how did that happen? Business. How, did, yeah. how do you know the NSA broke into your signal? Because well, they admitted it. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Like, can you tell us about that? Like, how did you find out? I got a call from somebody in Washington who's who would know, just trust me, who, uh, so I, I went up there for another reason, but this person said, you know, are you going to come to Washington anytime soon? This was a year and a half ago. And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm going to be up in a week. Meet me Sunday morning. So weird. Like, who does that? Just text me. You know what I mean? Just yeah. text me. No. So I go and this person's like, and this is someone who would know. Um, are you planning a trip to go see Putin? This was the summer before the war started. And I was like, how would you know that? I haven't told anybody. I mean, anybody, not my brother, not my wife, nobody. And just because, you know, it's one of a million things you're working on. And, but that was one of them. I want to go interview. Why wouldn't I want to interview Putin? Of course. I want to interview G. I want to interview everybody, right? Yeah. That's kind of my job. We want to get Kim Jong-un on well, here Of one course. Day. Of course. We met him. You did? Yep. Oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah. After, but Super interesting. But anyway. Holy shit. Um, how would you know that? Because NSA pulled your text with this other person you were texting. How did you know that? And so I immediately, I was intimidated. I'm embarrassed to admit, but I was. I was completely freaked out by it. I called a U.S. senator who I know, not that well, but it seems like a trustworthy worthy person. And I told him a story. I said, I just want to tell you this. And then I went on TV on Monday and I'm like, this happened. And so they had, you know, in Congress asked NSA and NSA is like, yes, we did this, but for good reason. What would be a good reason to read my, you know, what? But the head of NSA it's fine. It gets because everyone's in on it. Republicans and Democrats are all in on it. And by it, I mean the assumption there's no privacy whatsoever, that they have a right to know everything you're saying and thinking. That shit's scary. And that's bro. just not a right as far as I'm concerned. You yeah. have no, by the way, if you have no privacy, you have no freedom. Freedom is predicated on privacy. It's like none of your business. You don't that, even think about that. Like they can just go through your phone and well, find well, everything. They did it to me. So I know that for a fact. And but again, if you have no privacy, you have no freedom. Yeah. How about this? It's none of your business. If that's not a good enough answer, then you are a slave. Has that changed? Uh, yeah, there. Uh, but Tucker. So Tucker was intimidated and freaked out when the NSA was reading his text messages. Tucker, that's one thing. But okay, like a year but, and a half ago. Bro, where are we now? What, what are you doing? What are you just backing down? Yeah. What are you? I'm cool. Yeah. What? It's all good. Peace. What is that? Well, we're just going to back off of it because, oh, well, the NSA is now watching. Well, he knew the NSA was watching a year and a half ago. I think Tucker got a visit. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You're right, but you're wrong. Tucker's a freak. What do you mean? They know what Tucker looks at after hours. Mm. They know Tucker's they're appetite. Hold, they're holding something over. Tucker. Exactly. They are. They know exactly what Tucker likes. His particular appetite. What exactly the kids Tucker needs to bring forward to the front. I put money on it. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet Tucker has a specific age bracket? You think? You think Tucker likes kids? Who, why else would you all of a sudden shut the fuck up, shut everything down, and go completely blank? I mean, it's not always kids. 90% of the time you see a grown man stop doing what he's doing, it's kids. 
It's kids. When somebody else knows about it, it's kids. Am I lying? Am I wrong? If we called McCarthy on the carpet right now, it said we found you in Epstein's files. Do you think McCarthy's going to open his mouth? No. You want to know why? Because McCarthy's on the flight logs to Epstein's Island. That's why. Is he? Yes. Three different times. All we got to do is call him on it, but nobody's got the proof. Nobody's got the evidence. The flight logs were destroyed. Federal governments made all that shit disappear. Why? Because there's senators, there's presidents, there's vice presidents, there's secretaries of state, there's fucking secretaries of defense, there's joint chiefs of staff that are on that flight log. Why? Because they're all fucking pedos. They're all sickos that have been tangled. This all started with the pedo thing. It all started with what Q uncovered. This is all part of it. It goes right up the fucking chain. It's as dirty as Hollywood. It's as dirty as anything else. Tucker's in on it with them. Fuck, I'm pretty pretty much sure at this point that 90% of Fox is in on that list. Why? Because who else would try and ping pong information like what they're doing? They are trying to play this shit back and forth like it's not a big deal. Oh, kids, not a big deal. How many of you feel that way? How many of you feel that uh, kids aren't a big deal? No, no, no. Kids are the biggest deal. I'm sorry. I would lay my life down for my kids. Not uh, not even a shadow of a doubt they're going to be better than me. He'd lay his life, down, his life down for your kids. 90% of the time, they're going to be better than me. And I'm an asshole. But that's because I provided that to them. And I will give that to them every time, every day of the week. For an American kid, one of the... Folks... The first time that SF recruiters came to the installation I was at when I was first recruited, the Green Berets said, hey, why aren't you trying out for us? I said, if I wanted to go train foreign armies, why don't I just go get paid for it? Join a mercenary group. Why don't I just do that? Blackwater, run the gauntlet. Why, Why go with you all? Because honestly, 90% of the time, the guys you train turn around and end up coming back after us. Truth. My object, if I want to train soldiers, I'll just stay here and be a drill sergeant. I didn't want to train soldiers. I wanted to kill people. I had a specific goal in mind. I was that kid, the one that you all talk about, the one that everybody doesn't talk about at parties. I was the kid that said, I will have a confirmed kill before any of you will. And it'll be completely legal and not a motherfucker can arrest me for it. And I did. With that, though, it's a bit of a sicko because I went that far with it. But at the same time, I found something else about myself, which I didn't know existed. I do have a right limit. I have a left limit. But I also have a right limit. I found out where that was. I found out how far I could push that. And it's when you find out that you can't push that any further. You kind of lose connection with everything around you.
humanity, everything. There, there came a time where I couldn't push it anymore, where I started asking my own questions about myself and what I was doing. Why are we here? Why do I continue to pull this trigger? Why do I kill all these people? Because I feel like I'm not making a debt. I'm not doing anything. One day I had this, um, believe it or not, he was a CIA agent. He said, uh, he looked at me and he asked me the most blunt, we were on a thing and he asked me the most blunt question I'd ever been asked. And I had, I got to be honest, I had to sit back and take a seat because it kind of knocked me off my feet for a second because I was like, wow, that's actually really deep for a fucking soulless piece of shit like you are. But he, he said, what makes you think anything you do makes a dent? Hmm. As in, what makes you think that anything you do makes a difference? Actually changes anything because it's already been decided. Mm-hmm. And that was probably my wake up call to, hey, look. We really don't have control over our own destiny. Somebody else does. Why? You go to work, right? You all get up and go to work in the morning, right? I do. Is that not slavery? It's the difference between going to work every morning and going to work every morning because if you don't, you're going to get whipped 37 different times in the square is one of them pretends that it's voluntary. Mm. One of them pretends it was voluntary. The other one, it ain't voluntary. You're just going. I, I always look at it this way. If you all ever understood how the military really worked, you guys would lose your fucking mind. Trust me. You'd be like, we're wasting money left, right, and center because we are. Oh, yeah. But one of the things I loved about the military that I'll tell you about, because I think this is hysterical, because when you all find this out, you guys are going to laugh your ass off. We had a day built into every month. They called it payday activities. Payday activities. Huh? Hookers and blow? Stop. Don't you don't jump the fucking shark. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So payday activities uh, became a thing in the military years and years ago where soldiers on the last day of the month, when every soldier was going to get paid, you had to show up to this formation. And in this formation, you basically had this inspection, but you had to show up in your perfect uniform and everything had to be spit and shined. Everything had to look good. And then you went up and you basically signed for your paycheck. And that's how you got off for the day. However, if you owed money, they took your paycheck in front of you. And then they broke it down right in front of you because they had a cash man right there. So they gave you your full pay amount and said, oh, you owe this back to us. And they took it out right in front of you. And you became what they known as a bandee. A bandee was somebody who had banded cash sitting there at the pay table. The rest of them went to the bank and got their check or they took their check and went to the bank. If you were a bandee, you had a check that had to be cut into because the government was taking money back from you. 
And they did it right in front of you. And they did it in front of everybody. So everybody was a witness. I think we need to bring bandies back. That's what I think. I think we need to bring those days back. And why? Because I want to see these millionaires, these billionaires who are losing money hand over fist. I want to see them come out and collect their paycheck. I want to watch the government take their ounce of silver back or their ounce of flesh back. Mm, their pound of flesh. Yeah. Okay. Ounce pound. Kind of works out. Mm. I mean, that's what I want to say. Well, uh, the government's trying to take a pound of flesh out of this dude. Well, they've been doing it out of everybody. I mean, who not Darren Beatty or well, Steve Bannon too. But um, I was about to say Steve Bannon's the, pretty much the, on the hook for everything. The guy they're talking about here. Um, just let it let it play. We will talk to us about the Hillary Clinton. Uh, is a guy that's done memes on Hillary Clinton. I think this came from a couple of years ago in the sixteen campaign. He's yeah. facing ten years in prison. No, I mean, I wish we had more time because this really is the most important story. It's the most important First Amendment story you never heard of. And just in a nutshell, a young man called Douglas Mackey, who was allegedly operating with a pseudonymous Twitter account called Ricky Vaughn, named after the major league character. This account, Ricky Vaughn, MIT did a study on the most influential um, media accounts, and his humble Twitter account, this anonymous young guy in, in New York, um, he was more influential than CBS, according to, and all other, you know, other mainstream outlets, according to this MIT study. So it was a spectacularly influential um, account, and it dabbled in memes, some hilarious, some controversial, some both hilarious and controversial. And among those memes, there's sort of a meme format in existence, kind of implicitly mocking the intelligence of Hillary and Hillary's supporters. And so one of his meme was, oh, you know, if you want to vote, just text Hillary to this number, you know, with the suggestion that Hillary supporters are so dumb, they're the types of people who would believe this. It was clearly satirical in nature and had a satirical format. The government that's trying to throw this guy in jail for 10 years has not been able to produce a single example of somebody who didn't vote as a result of this meme. And they're resurrecting this statute that was designed, you know, the statute is designed to prevent the Ku Klux Klan from intimidating voters from going to the polls. And they're saying that sat meme satire on Twitter is equivalent to that. Um, it's a deeply disturbing case. And what it amounts to is the Biden regime trying to codify the disinformation scam into our criminal law, such that disinformation no longer only becomes a pretext to censor someone, it becomes a pretext to actually put them in jail. And the case of this young man who dared to mock Hillary Clinton, um, to put him in jail for 10 years. Hold it, hold it, hang on, oh, hang on. You would hope they would shifted tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of votes. That's where, under what law are they going after a guy for making fun of somebody? That's pure political discourse. I mean, I'm made fun of all the time. Trump's made fun of all the time. That's part of the, the currency of politics. Well, how are they even going, what do they charge the guy with? 
Well, remember, there's there's this statute that, again, was originally designed to prevent the Ku Klux Klan from intimidating African-Americans from being able to vote at the polls. But and they're saying that, well, this was an intimidation, but it was a kind of deception because people are going to think it's real and they're going to text Hillary instead of going to vote, even though, as I mentioned, they haven't been able to produce a single aggrieved party that didn't vote as a result of this satirical meme. So the whole premise is ridiculous. It's a complete stretch. It's an innovation in criminal law. And again, what it's trying to do is to codify the disinformation scam. So I have a question for everybody. When was the last time? I, this is serious. I'm, I'm being dead serious with you. I am not. I'll even put my face up on the screen so you can believe. Yeah, takes, yeah we're, that's. To, to not even bullshit you. When was the last time that somebody here was dissuaged uh, uh, or felt abridged from voting. Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Disenfranchised from voting because of a meme. Because if you were, first of all, I don't want you to admit anything because these savages in these chat rooms, which I don't control, they'll rip you apart. They will fucking tear your asshole open and eat you alive from the inside out mm -hmm. just to give you an idea of what will happen to you. But don't admit it. But I, I, I have to ask you a question. What in the fuck were you thinking? Are you that much of a mindless zombie? That you can't think for yourself for 30 seconds. No, there weren't any. That's the thing. This is disturbing. But they're coming after this guy for making memes. 10 years. For 10, 10, 10 years. 10 years. 10 fucking years. Yep. They want to put 10 years. 10 years. For a meme. For a meme. Because they're just jealous that. They couldn't come up with something better. The left, bitches. The left can't meme. They can't. The left can't meme at all. We got that meme shit down, Pat. No shit. We'll fuck that meme shit up day in and day out. Ten years. Ten they years. want to put him in jail. Ten fucking years. Yep. Ten years. They won't even put a child molester in jail for fucking ten years. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Ten years. Yeah. A meme. Mm -hmm. That's it. All right. You you all just made a list. It's in lipstick. It's on the wall. Mark Jason Walker knows where it's at. Mm -hmm. He knows where to go looking for it just in case shit goes to fucking shit. Anyway. 10 years. 10. I, I can't get over that number. I know. You 10 can. years for a fucking meme. I know. I knew that was going to hey, be nuts. Liana, how long would you be in jail? For her show? For the rest of her life. I, I mean, seriously. If that does not infuriate you, where are you? Why are you dead? So would we be. Can I, can I hit you with some paddles, please? Let me restart that little heart of yours. Let me give your Pepe some life. All right. So in case you forgot, go check out Kirk Dr. Kirk Elliott, defiantsilver.life. Yes, absolutely. Seriously. That's, you get out of the stock market. I'm telling you, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I'm telling you tomorrow. <sighs> yep. DefiantSilver.life. I don't see it ending good. I'm just throwing it out there. Mm. Where the fuck is it? Uh, right there. Where? 
Go to www. Yeah, up one. Yep. There it is. Okay. Go there. Define Silver Dot Life or call 720-605-3900. Tell them the Patriot Party's podcast sent you. Get your gold and silver today. Yes. Go tell them. Defiant Silver Dot Life. Go get your silver, please. Please, please. Seriously. Please. Okay. Either way, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, uh, 545 for Liana's Lounge. Yep, 6 p.m. Uh, for the show. Liana. Um, might make she it. might be in late tonight or tomorrow night? Not tonight. She might, might be in late tomorrow night. She might be in might Wednesday make, afternoon sometime. Might make a guest appearance. We'll see. Well, no, because by the time Spencer gets out of work and she gets down, it's like a five-hour drive for her. Oh, that's so true. She, yeah. She'd make it in at like nine o'clock. She she won't make it in for the end of the show. So, I gotcha. um, well, either way, we'll mm-hmm. be looking forward to her being here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So it'll yeah. be fun. It will be fun. It'll be an interesting time. Yeah, and Opal came home. So all the all of our chickens living chickens are back. Are back, Again, and all the ducks are fine. And then you got to go pluck feathers now, and because I ain't doing it. I know. You get to learn how to kill your own bird, babe. It's time to have a kill class. Can't wait. I like that bird too. No, you did. Oh yeah, the black one. Yeah. Yeah. The guinea got fucked up. If it was the other way around, I'd be much happier. But it's not. Yeah. I thought the guinea was bigger anyway. The Looked other, bigger. The other guinea was bigger. Oh, was it? Yeah. Frankie was bigger. Yeah. Polly, yeah. Polly's a bunch of fucking walnuts. You know, he's a fucking son. Anyway. He's dead and it's worse. Oh, so. Either way. We'll be back tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow. 545 for Leanna's Lounge, 6 p.m. for the show. Yep. And uh, you can... Check us out here at 6 p.m. If you mm-hmm. don't want to hang around for the lounge, mm-hmm. uh, the show starts promptly. I try to start it every night at 6 p.m. Yep. Either way, we will see you back here tomorrow night. Um, Josh and, is coming up next. Yeah, Josh was next. So tune in. Go check out Red Pill Project. See. And uh, we will see you all fuckers later. Yep. Uh, ending it a little different tonight. Uh, as it is, we only get a day for St. Patrick's Day. So uh, I'm going to do it in an Irish way. So our fuck around and find out has been suspended for the next three days. Um, just because we're going to do it in an Irish way. Okay. And uh, y'all have a great fucking night. So far. We will see you later. For the Mick. And Lynn. We'll talk to you later, fuckers. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. And I'm asking you in Shakespeare's words, have you no homes to go to? We're going to leave you in lobby. We'll see you, please God, 15 years from now. Same time, same place. With a little song called The Parting Glass. Oh, all the money that e'er I spent I spend it in good company and all the harm that e'er I've done alas it was to none but me and all I've done for want of wit to memory now I can't recall So fill to me 
the parting glass. Good night and a joy be with you all. Oh, all the comrades that e'er I had, they are sorry for my going. And all the sweethearts that e'er I had, they would wish me one more day to stay. But since it falls unto my lot, not I should rise. And you should not. I'll gently rise and I'll softly call. Good night and a joy be. Thanks for coming.